Welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle, where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happening in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana, and happy Thursday. Thursday always makes me really appreciate Wednesday, but also makes me really appreciate Wednesday being called Hump Day, because today truly does feel like a downhill slide to the weekend, and I love it! Today in sport, and we've got an exclusive interview with Canberra Supercars racer Cam Hill. Also, the West Tigers were brutally snubbed by a former Premiership winning halfback. Is it time to already lay the season to rest, Tigers fans? I guess we'll see. Plus, Lewis Hamilton is already very rich, but he may be getting a whole lot richer. All that and more on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. Mitchell Pierce said goodbye to the NRL at the end of 2021 for greener and more French pastures. Back to the halfback, Mitchell Pierce this time, you betcha! The dream debut for Mitchell Pierce, the long-time rooster, is a hero for the Knights! Pierce has been plying his trade in Europe, playing for the French side, the Catalan Dragons, in the Super League. But there were reports doing the rounds that cellar dwellers in the NRL, the West Tigers, were willing to throw the book at him. 750k a season for two years. Not a bad paycheck, hey. Well, Pierce has flat out rejected it, didn't even consider it, and he's confirmed this himself. In a text message to News Corp, the former New South Wales representative said, I don't really have much to say. Benji just called me yesterday and I told him I'm contracted to Catalans. Nothing harsh there. But then, we're top of the table and I want to win a comp. That's pretty much it. Oh, Mitchell Pierce, haven't you ever heard the saying, don't kick someone while they're down? What makes this story even worse for the Sydney club is that coach Tim Sheens told a stack of journalists earlier in the week that the club had no interest in the 33-year-old. But then, on the other hand, assistant coach Benji Marshall does want him and gives Pierce a call-up to make him an offer. So the pair seem to not be on the same page at all, which is not what Tigers fans want to hear at this point in time. Also, another halfback target in former Raiders player George Williams has also been rejected. Tigers fans, when's the best time to start thinking about next season? Is it now? I think it's now. The Supercars is on this weekend and we've got a Cam Baron right in the mix. Driver Cam Hill will be hitting the track all weekend long and Sports Report journalist Anthony Lusum had a chat with him about what he expects from the event this weekend. So first things first, Cam, off the back of a, a successful weekend in Newcastle, you head to the Grand Prix this weekend. What are you hoping for? Yeah, it's it's exciting to be at the Australian Grand Prix again. Um, you know, it always has an awesome atmosphere. Um, there's definite buzz in the air whenever the Formula One's here and um, the racing's going to be uh, short and sharp, uh, which is a bit of a contrast to, to the, the long format we had at Newcastle. So um, I'm pretty excited to get out there and, and give it a good crack. I know you had a test day in between Newcastle and the Grand Prix out at the Bend. How did that go for you? It was good to get down to Tail and Bend in between and have one of my first rookie test days for the year. Um, just to get on a really fast-flowing circuit, which is going to be obviously very similar to what we have here at Albert Park. So get a bit of a feel for how that car, the car is going to behave. Uh, and you know, it, it was it felt pretty good. You know, the balance was really nice. Um, and then we also tried the, um, the super soft and the hard compound.
compound on the day and, and the good thing was the balance between the two tyre compounds was pretty good, pretty consistent. Um, so, it, you know, it gives us a little bit more um, data to pull from. 22nd in the championship isn't what you're hoping for after round one, but uh, do you hope, I guess, to move forward this weekend? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it's I'm taking it race by race and, um, you know, the results probably don't show um, our true speed, you know, from for where we're at at the moment. But, um, yeah, this weekend, definitely eyeing to um, you know, move up a few spots if I can. Um, but it's definitely a long year, so, you know, I'm really looking to sort of just continue building and, and hopefully um, have some rewards later on in the, in the season. Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes have been a match made in heaven for the better part of a decade. Heck, it's actually just over a decade. It's been that long. The world championship record is equals. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. But can the love story continue? I don't think it will. Hamilton's current contract ends at the end of 2023 and is currently worth a whopping 52 million Aussie dollars a season. But if you think that's a lot of money, then just you wait. Reports earlier in the year were that the seven-time champion's new contract would be worth 217 million Aussie dollars across two years. And on top of this, Hamilton was also considering an additional contract as an ambassador for Mercedes after his retirement worth 389 million dollars over 10 years. So, with some quick maths here, if Hamilton puts his little John Hancock at the bottom of that contract, he'll earn a staggering $680 million over the next 13 years. Oh, my, oh, my. It's either that or leave Mercedes for another team and try and get that extra championship under your belt, meaning you'd have eight championships and you'd be the best F1 driver in history, standing alone at the top and beating Michael Schumacher. It's tough. What would you do? Me? I'd be taking the money. <laughs> and lastly, imagine never finding a pair of shoes that fit you. That'd be super annoying, right? You'd be like the prince looking for Cinderella, but Cinderella is yourself. You're never finding the right shoe to fit. Well, that's what's happening to a footballer in the US and sportswear giants Under Armour are on the way to the rescue. They're going to be making the biggest pair of shoes in their history, but it's not for anyone you know. It's for a teenager, 14 years old to be precise, a 6 foot 10 14 year old named Eric. Some people are calling him the real Bigfoot as he currently doesn't fit into his size 22 shoes that he owns. And this is where Under Armour steps in. They contacted Eric's mum and offered to fit Eric with a custom shoe. These shoes, along with some custom football boots too, have been made after 3D scanning Eric's feet, making a mould and then sending them off to production. It'll take about six to eight weeks to complete the shoes and such a kind and caring thing that Under Armour are doing for this family, all for free as well. Senior Director of Footwear Development at Under Armour, Rob Crop, saying, I've been doing this for about 30 years and I've never had anyone this size. The only problem I see with this whole thing, sorry, Eric, is that his, his feet will continue to grow, right? So hopefully Under Armour are ready to not only make a size 23, but maybe even a size 24, a size 25, even up to a record-breaking size 26. This kid is a giant. He's going to be over seven foot tall and he's an American football player, so we could be seeing him on the NFL stage. Wow. It really makes you feel small, doesn't it? And that's your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I've been Michael Caruana. I'll chat to you tomorrow. 
served with Sammy and me. In France, they don't have a afternoon school snack, and it's just a baguette with a slice of salted butter and a bar of chocolate. You had me at bread and butter. Maybe you'll move to France. You can see the uh, du triomphe. Okay, we're gonna. Dessert. It'd be fun. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sir, new episode every Thursday. Streaming wherever you get your podcasts.